You're listening to the Made in the AM podcast with Tilly and Sophia. Oh, what you do that for? I like girls who eat carrot. I work in a bakery. Harry, Harry, give me some of your gravy. I have a strange fear of spoons. Shit, I've got chlamydia. What's up, I'm really sorry I was having a wee. Hello, everybody. Hello, and welcome to the very first episode of the Made in the AM podcast, a podcast by Directioners for Directioners. I'm Tilly. And I'm Sophia. And we will be bringing you theories, news, gossip, all about our favourite boys. So before we get into this episode, we're going to start every episode with some One Direction news. Um, Sophia's brought some news to the table. Well, it's nothing to be... Look, it's kind of falling into the category of, like, is it true, is it not true? Is it something to really be worked up about? But that's, like, everything with this anniversary that's been in the talks for the past seven months. So we're currently um, recording this on July 1st, and it's been a long wait till July 23rd. The big 10-year anniversary. It's a countdown now, now that we're approaching weeks until then. As of yesterday, it has been reported that... Harry Styles, our dear Harry Styles, has been seen with Ben Winston, the oh. former video producer for a One Direction music videos, which is kind of a bit of a an eyebrow raiser, because who knows where the fuck that, that could lead. Yeah, well, I did hear that um, Harry was in London now. Yes, he was, he was seen, and he's grown out quite a good amount of facial hair, actually. Yeah, and gone for runs. Bit of a froth over there, actually. Not, not too bad, bit of a cheeky stash going through. <laughs> Yeah, and did you see on Niall's Instagram story, he Instagrammed all these plates of food and everything? Yeah, and he was in a big group setting, and people yeah. were thinking, ooh, who was he eating with? No, you know the um, collab that he did with Ash? Ash yeah. Uh, she was saying, basically, there was like on a live stream, and she was kind of dropping hints towards this big reunion. She was saying like, oh, something big's coming, guys. Like, don't even worry about it. Like, the music industry really needs to just step aside because something big is going to happen. And it's kind of left everyone in the fandom like, is this what we think it is? Is this finally the big thing that we're waiting for? I personally am hoping and praying that it's not this whole like everyone's hyping it up and everyone's like praying it to be like this big reunion. Yeah, I don't want to get my and expectations. Like, yeah, too it's just high. like a photo of like the four of them together. And it's I like, mean, I'll take boys. a photo of them all together yeah, at this like, point. To you be want honest. like yeah? I mean, I guess like that's just to know that they've been in the same vicinity. That'd be great. But the big hope is like a reunion, like a a music video or a song or something. And there's been a lot of songs like floating around on Genius, which are like fake and whatnot yeah what's that one is it julia jenny jenny something something like that where she was yeah they were like that was like that was a unreleased song wasn't it yeah it had zane's solo in it too so i'm assuming that it was probably from like four or previous eras but look everything we're taking with a grain of salt but i think everyone's secretly getting their hopes up whenever they see something kind of happening could you imagine if they like released a new song or like a music video. Just something. There was talk. I think I might cry. Well, but. I would too. There was like a big talk about it being an Infinity music video. Yeah. And there was like leaked footage coming through, but leaked. But it was actually just footage from the History music video. Yeah, and footage that they didn't use Re- yeah. and stuff. But also, Infinity's not my favorite song. Really? Yeah. Ooh. If there was a music video for something, it wouldn't be it. I wouldn't. Infinity. I'd want it to be. I don't know. I feel like his history was like such a good wrap up for their final music video that they released and like their final single because it's like pretty much yeah. re like going back on the fact. And that the it's... music video with all the 
Oh, I cried. Who, do, who didn't cry? <laughs> who didn't cry? Obviously. Oh, it's just too much. But then you've got something like that, which was released, which is talking about like, oh, the, how amazing One Direction's history was and how like it was so great the past five years. But then you've got um, Zayn's song, which was from Akaris Falls. I forgot what it was called, but it was basically talking about how he just didn't want to be there like 90% oh, of the time. Yeah. Really depressing. And then his whole book about how he's just like, I, I hated everything yeah. in One Direction and it was just a shit time. So here's the thing with that. The reason why I don't fully <clears throat> believe that is because it's like, I understand that obviously he, the towards the end it got really shit for him. And when you like have something like a bad memory, that can overtake like all the good memories with a person, especially if it's like something as big as a, a boy band. If you obviously when you like look at like old interviews and videos and whatever and you're like Zayn looked like he was having the greatest time like he literally did and then you look at footage from the where we are tour and you're like yeah well we were watching videos from the concerts we went to mm. in Melbourne in 2015 and yeah Zayn just looks he just looks so out of energy bored. does not want to be there like he's doing his notes because he has to but it's like but then you look at the like video diaries and stuff and he just looks like he's having the he's time having the of greatest his life time. exactly it's like I, obviously none of them expected to be in a boy band and none of them were really keen for that from the get-go because they all auditioned solo as we know but like they all came together and like formed such a great bond between the five of them it's like how can you not think of that as some of the best moments in your life literally but obviously you've got the overarching enemy as they've been the team does modest management mr management mr mr modest management and simon simon cowell himself who just you know had a tight grip on those poor yeah boys. look we'll go into this in more detail in further episodes i think we'll I mean, go into the dark side of modest what they have done what they did to our poor poor boys we just there was like a there was a tiktok that i saw actually and she was talking about how she's like oh She's like, I want a reunion, but if it's under the circumstances where they have to go back to modest, I don't want it. Yeah, I did say that too. Yeah, we didn't want, we wouldn't want them being under the same strict circumstances where they couldn't feel like they could entirely be themselves. Because we had, we were sitting here thinking that one album every year was normal. Oh no, one album world tour every year was just standard stuff for an artist. And then now that they've come, they've come along doing solo careers. It's like an album every two years, three years, or whatever, or like taking ages to release their debut album because. Obviously, that would make a lot more sense. But the issue as well is that you think, like, an album every year, the quality would be shit. But it's like, they're great oh, albums. They're, great. they're fantastic. They're great. They're great. But obviously overworked. So overworked. Yeah, they were waking up at, like, 2 a.m. to record. And yeah. it's just like... Not to mention, like, a lot of them... Oh, well, like, poor Liam had pretty bad mental health issues as well to turn to alcohol abuse. Yeah, them. I'm sure they were on a lot of... It was a pretty substances t- in those tour buses. <laughs> yeah, it's a pretty, it's a pretty stressful time for them, and you know, it just you you wouldn't think it looking at it from face value, but we were just like young kids back then. Oh think, yeah, thinking about so it, so naive, so naive, thinking, oh, this is the greatest life ever, and up all night isn't about having sex with a girl; <laughs> it's just about having a fun party and whatnot. Oh, and totally. Anyway, but. We'll get into that as the time goes on because we could talk about that for about an yeah, eternity and a half. Talk about it. That's a whole whole episode. That's a whole there. episode on its own. But exactly. I think we should introduce ourselves a bit and just like talk about how we, we came. We yeah. came to know them. We and came we, to discover this this group, this wonderful band, and they, yeah. how they've been a permanent changed our lives. Changed our lives. Been a permanent scar on us until who knows when. Yeah. So Tilly, did you want to start us off? With All right, that? I'll start. I first saw the One Direction music video for What Makes You Beautiful 
when a girl in my year six class showed me it Mm. and I did not take any notice of it. I just thought (laughs) these are just some young teenage boys running along a beach. I really could not care less. And then come to 2011 slash 2012 New Year's, um, I was at like a little New Year's Eve sleepover with two of my friends and that is when I got formally introduced to One Direction and we stayed up all night. Oh, how appropriate. <laughs> up all night. We were up all night <laughs> binging One Direction videos and my friend was educating me on One Direction. I still could not quite figure out who was who. Mm. Um <laughs> But I went home the next day to my mum and I just would not stop talking about them. And then I got like my girlfriend magazines and got the posters out. And I remember sitting my sister down and telling her the names of each of the members. But I was telling her the members wrong. I (laughs) I thought Liam was Harry and I don't know who. They have like the same hair, so that's yeah, yeah. Um, but I definitely was a Liam girl to start with, oh. which is quite surprising now that I'm a Niall girl. <laughs> but like, I went through all stages. I've never been a Zane girl. I've Interesting. N- I've never liked Zane actually. Oh my god! <laughs> well, I I have liked him, but he's always been the bottom. <laughs> of my of my ranking. If I was like twelve, I would be cursing you out. Because like in my eyes, I was like, no, I love them all equally. I can't rank the bullshit, but whatever, righto. <laughs> no, my my ranking at the start went Liam. Liam was number one, and then a few months down the track, Louis was my number one because he was like seen as like the funny one in yeah. X Factor and stuff. And then I think like more around like 2013, Niall became my favourite. Mm. And that is just all all I care about now is Niall. You switched lanes quite a bit there. Harry's never been my favourite either. But oh, you're cool. <laughs> Aren't you quirky? I'm different. <laughs> <laughs> no, Harry's always been my second favourite. He's never moved oh, from he's, that. He's had a solid position yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Cheeky. Nice. Um, what else? I've been to three One Direction concerts. I went to the Take Me Home tour mm-hmm. in 2013. Five Souls open for them, yeah? Yes. Yeah. Classic. That was so good. When you think about it, paying like a hundred bucks... For all five members of One Direction, OT5, all four members, all four of members of Five Sauce, five sauce. in arguably like their oh prime, prime. two thousand thirteen One Direction is peak, peak, yeah, just at the prime, at the peak of their game, opening for the biggest boy band in the world, Literally. having their own separate fandom, coming and just merging with the One Direction one, because it's like every time you just think Five Sauce, it's like One Direction is kind of. Interchange, not interchangeable, but like you know, they kind of go hand in hand because it's like they were at the same time they were kind of rising. Yeah. Well, not at the same time, but like One Direction rose to fame, and then they brought Five Sauce along, and it was just like so cute, and they were all like great friends. And, and was, they're Australian. It was like this oh, little the representation. Band. Love like, it. Oh, it was just that was the best. And then I went to two on the road again the road tours again. Yeah. in Melbourne. Yeah, um, one after the other, and those were the ones that I spent all my money on (laughs) I saved up so much and spent $300 for each night on on One Direction tickets but that was the best oh it was the best so good and that was like one of the last nights with Zayn really oh because that was what like 
February. February of 2015. And then he left in March. Oh my gosh. March 23rd. No, not March 20th. March 25th. Yeah, I think oh, so. I don't know. God. <laughs> Trauma's just ruined my brain. Yeah. <laughs> I don't I've blocked that it. part out of my <laughs> Just out of the my dreaded brain. day, yep. It's doomsday, basically. How did you discover One Direction? Well, so I had, like, this radio in my room that I would just constantly leave on, like, 24-7. I'd sleep to the music. To this day, I still sleep with, like, some kind of background noise on because I just think dead silence is, like, terrifying. So... I was, I was like in my room just chilling out and then um, I heard What Makes You Beautiful on the radio and I was like, this is really catchy. Like, this is a real tune. And I got my iPod Touch out, Spot and uh, Shazam that shit. Oh. Classic. And then it came up with the single. And I remember the single, oh, I need to get this photo up, but the single for um, What Makes You Beautiful did them dirty. Like, honestly, it did them dirty. Well, the for, like, single art? Like, the single artwork, yeah. Because, like, how they, like, the one where they're in, in the, the van. van? Yeah. That did them so dirty because when I was looking at it, I was like, these guys look weird. Like, I don't think they're very attractive. <laughs> like, if we just rip whip this out for a second and just have a look. For starters, Harry looks like Michael Jackson. <laughs> I don't even want to dispute that. He's like a this bit. weird tan color with a dark black mop on his head. Louis looks like he's about 12 years old. Zane looks the, like Zane looks the best. Zane honestly. looks the best. He looks airbrushed as and Niles just not even. He's barely. In <laughs> Niles it. just like hey, which like is just poking his head. oh mate. And then Liam, Liam was like my starting point. Too. Yeah, like, I, was, I feel like everyone was. Well, a like Liam when person. I was looking at them, I was like Liam is the most objectively attractive to me, and so I was like. That's it. I love him. I love him. And so the next day at school, I was like telling my friends about them. I was like, you have to listen to this song. It's called What Makes You Beautiful. It's so good. Like you have to listen to it. And I was like egging my friends on about it. I was like, you have to listen to this. It's such a good song. And then I remember like that same weekend, I would like, you know, watch like, I don't know what, I don't remember. Like, you know, those TV shows that would do like countdowns on. Like Hot 30. Yeah. Like Hot 30 or whatever it is. What was it? What was was it Hot 30 Countdown that was on? Something like that. I, I think so. Yeah, or Hot... I don't know what it was, but um, on the weekend, they'd play, like, the countdown for, like, the hottest hits at the moment. Yeah. And show the music videos. Yeah. And so I was just sitting there, and I was, like, kind of hoping. I was like, oh, what if What Makes You Beautiful comes up? And then What Makes You Beautiful did come up. Yeah. Side note, I'm just looking at this right now. It says, What Makes You Irresistible on the artwork that I've just pulled up here. It says, What Makes You Irresistible. Oh. That's not how it works. I think someone's... <laughs> Photoshop that. <laughs> it's the cover up to my remix. Oh, okay. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> sorry, you found the cover up for someone's, for someone's remix. remix. Anyway, so yeah, it comes, then the music video eventually does come up. And I was looking at them and I was like, oh my God, these boys. I am obsessed. Had your awakening. I had my, my, my eyes had been opened. <laughs> the heavens had cleared sort of shit. Like I felt God talking to me. Yeah. And it's like, what the, these, these boys beautiful and my brother was just sitting there like could not give two shits like he yeah. was just like but I was like I recorded it I recorded it it's on my tv I was like this is the start of something amazing yeah and then my and then a girl in my class handed me like a like a like this this yay big cutout of one direction she gives it to me and I put it on my wardrobe door and it was like oh that's the start that's the start and then I started like you I collected my dollies my girl oh. my girlfriend magazines my whatever like shitty like shitty teen magazines that had like One Direction inserts in it and I went ape and I covered my entire room in it. Yeah, my room was just full of One Direction, like head to toe covered. And (laughs) I I created this a bit of a filing system. (laughs) So I've got all these um, filing boxes, which I ripped out any article that had 
any One Direction things, like tabloid magazines, anything, and then I'd file it in. So if it was, like, about Harry and Taylor, I'd <gasps> rip it out and then put it in, like, Harry's little compartment. Did you have, like, one for each member? Yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. So H, the H little on the alphabetical file was, was Harry. Harry. Yeah. N for Niall. Yeah. And then, like, other shit and... Did you ever collect the, um... The girlfriend specific magazine yes. that had like each article, each like article for them. The like oh, box, the set. little box set. Yeah. yeah, I remember. I would like when my dad would come home from work. I'd be like, we have to go to the supermarket. We have to go to Woolies right now. Like, I have to get the next one in this like series. Like, I'm desperate. And then they would, and then each like night I'd come home with the newest one. And then I collected them all, and they had the life size posters. They were like the pride and joy of my collection. And whenever I'd have like friends to sleep over, who like some of them liked One Direction, like they weren't as obsessed they just had like a healthy kind of yeah appreciation for them they would look at my walls and be like i can't i can't sleep in your room and i was like why what's wrong with that like it's there is literally about 400 pairs yeah. of eyes just staring at me i had the same thing my <laughs> mom would like people would come over to our house and my mom would show people my room <laughs> and just be like look at this look at this beautiful <laughs> it's a museum my child is a bit fucking crazy honestly my i've always had this dream that when I get a, like, house, like, I buy a house, I'll have, like, a secret basement underground A thing. shrine? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, like, my husband or, like, family will not know about. <laughs> and it will just be my One Direction shrine. Imagine, and I'll, like, put all my posters up like, and have, like... You the like bed covers and everything. Imagine you like die one day and then you like leave like in your will. <laughs> You're like look you, downstairs. My most prized possession is hidden away, and they're Literally going and they're expecting like some old like antique artifacts or like some heirloom, and they just walk in and it's just like sixteen year old Harry Styles staring you dead in the eyes, and it's like what what is this? I think that would be great. <laughs> oh mate. Oh my god. Do do you have like all the CDs? Because I collected like even like the. EPs the EPs I couldn't stuff. get my hands on, but I did get the, I remember the first CD I bought with my own money, my own money by that. I mean money that my mom gave <laughs> yeah. me to spend was up all night, the deluxe edition. Yeah, and course. we listened to that in the whole car ride home and it was the best thing ever. And I was, and I loaded that shit onto my iPod yeah. and I would get ready. I'd like, I'd crawl through Tumblr for all the leaks. Like I was that girl. I did like oh. all the fans out here preaching like, ah, oh, don't, don't get the leaked versions. Like wait oh. for them to come through with the um, official one. Like no. they've worked so hard. And I'm like, regardless if I get it a day before or the day after or the day of, they're going to still do amazing. Yeah. Like, they're the and biggest I'm, boy band in the world. You're still going to pay for it. Exactly. As well. Like I have like, yeah, like you, I had all the albums myself. Yeah. Like it was the best. Don't you have the, um, the, vinyl as well for the midnight memories one. yeah it's midnight memories and then rock me live and it's like oh really yeah it's a vinyl and it's got this weird ass photo shoot of them like in like the glam rock metal yeah yeah like yeah. 80s or 70s rock <laughs> outfits a, yeah and yeah it's great i feel <laughs> like they should have done more with that photo well, shoot the, uh, yeah yeah <laughs> just like unreleased photos of that yeah my first album that I got was also the Up All Night yeah. Deluxe. We were going on holiday mm. and it was like a five hour car journey and I was just like, I need this album and I figured out that there was a sanity in one of the places that we we're going to have like a little break mm. and I was like, right, we're going to this sanity and we're buying this album and then <laughs> we, my, I make my parents stop and like 
go to this sanity and the guy the store owner was like closing the doors because it was like five o'clock or something my dad was like (laughs) oh can we just get this one direction cd and the guy was like oh no mate i've closed the till like i'm done for the day like you can't do it and my dad was like right i've got 20 dollars in cash just give it to me we need this cd and i was like almost like in tears because i needed this cd so my dad paid like 20 bucks or something for it or like extra in cash to this guy yeah and then he gave us the cd and then that is all i listened to that entire car ride yeah yeah. Oh, mate. I remember listening to it the whole ride home, and Mum was just like, "Don't know if I like this band. Like, I like the the like the main song, like the the beautiful song. Like, I really like that yeah. one." And I was like, "You don't know art, Rosa. Yeah. Mum, please <laughs> just let me have my moment right now. I'm just, I'm like, I'm, I was just enjoying. I was like rocking out, yeah. vibing out. That was all I would listen to. And I remember from like ages like twelve to like fourteen exclusively I would just listen to One oh, Direction. Same. Like I I'm, was known as the One Direction. No, girl same, same. At school. If like I, yeah, oh. same. In primary school I was like crazy. Like if like that was just the one thing. I was like we had like our um primary school graduation like yearbook thing and it like writes down like oh what car do you want to drive when you're older? What do yeah. you want to do when you're older? And then it's like what's your biggest dream? My world is my one <laughs> was to travel the world with one direction oh my god no i had the exact same thing because in year seven we had to do this like again yearbook thing yeah for the end of the year and like our year seven class had to make it and um we did like the most likely twos and stuff or like like awards and things and i was most likely to become a um celebrity stalker i was (laughs) did you eventually become that like well yeah <laughs> well, we'll say we'll say so but <laughs> and then I was also like one of the girls in my class was really good at drawing mm. and she drew like pit like caricatures of people <clears throat> yeah. mine was literally a photo of me with like one direction flags oh of course um <laughs> and then my what was it like award was mm. like best at knowing stuff about One Direction. That's such a tell. And, like, <laughs> if that that's doesn't line, sum up that... my, like, early high school it's, years. It's so shit how he managed to make a boy band a personality trait. Literally. It's like, all... <laughs> that's all I would think about. That's all I would talk about. Like, I would go up to people and say, oh, your eyes are most like Niles. Your eyes are most like <laughs> Liam. Like, I next can't one, say I ever did that. It was creepy. I don't know what my... <laughs> <laughs> We have it. We have our friend or housemate Amelia here. She's um, like watching us. Watching she just us. made the most disgusted face at me. <laughs> she she'll make an appearance on the podcast. I reckon quite a few times because she's an avid One Direction fan as that's, well. That's what basically brought all three of us together. Was just like this group love because we've been to the same concerts. Like we were in the same room together, which is just baffling. Yeah, it's me. actually crazy yeah. to think about. Like five sauce. 2014. Yeah, was that with your socks out? Or no, the there's no place like no home. place like yeah, home yeah. at the Palais Theatre. Yeah, we, we were in the same. We were in the same venue. Oh my goodness! And then um, on the road again. Yeah, and we were on yeah. the same side of the stage. Yeah. Wow. It just it's too creepy. Yeah, it's really weird how that works. But it's funny how it's just like we eventually like re- meet, meet met each other, I but know. it wasn't because well it wasn't because of one direction. No, because we all ended up in the same apartment. But, yeah, so it's pretty insane how, like, 
they've brought us together and how much impact they've had on our lives more than yeah. we realize. They've come back into my life recently, I think. They've never, like, they never truly left. I think there's just, they just went through waves about how much, how prominent they were. Because yeah. Because, like, after they broke up, it's like, okay, nothing's happening now. We've got these five albums. We've got the music videos. We've got all this previous stuff that we can, like, just stick with. If anything, it went on more of a discourse because it's, like, Zayn just shredding them to bits. Yeah, like, that's dragging true. their names through the mud. And it's just, like... You know, slowly but surely just stabbing us yeah. in pain because we were like, Zane, we we know you left it, we respect you, but you still love the boys, right? You still love them. And you're like, no, nah, wasn't, nah. wasn't close with Harry, Fuck don't him. really give a shit. And we're like, okay, okay, sure. No, nah, I like after 2015, 2016, I was in year 11, and then 2017, I was in year 12. Mm. And year 11 and 12, like, I just, like, I thought about them and obviously, like, like still liked them but yeah. like I just they weren't controlling my life yeah. anymore I mean, it's just like after they broke up was when I finally could just be like hey maybe yeah. I should focus on and like I'm, school yeah I'm quite glad there wasn't all this like drama and like oh, everything during like year 12 exams and my stuff. ATAR would have suffered literally like I know Harry and Niall and they were all kind of releasing solo stuff yeah but like I could kind of just like just listen and keep, yeah, get over it. Yeah. Whereas like in year 10 and 9, I was like Twitter. I had updates sent to my phone and like I was like constantly checking. My, I was yeah. I was tracking their flights. Celebrity stalker. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> tracking their flights and people would be like, how do you know it's their flight? I'd be like, well, Harry was seen here at this airport at this time and this is the only plane leaving this airport in Vancouver that is a private plane that's the only plane going to Morocco and that's where they're meant to be next like this is I either, figured it out this is either really this is basically you admitting that you were just a stalker yeah and I don't know why I needed the like the flight it was details. not necessary unless they were in our country yeah. which they were barely ever yeah but you know sure that's a skill that'll come in handy one mm. day and it's interesting how now at 20 years old <laughs> they've like re-emerged into our lives yeah maybe it could be isolation it could i be think quarantine. it's definitely isolation like, just like going a bit cabin feverish uh, crazy and we're just like well we have nothing to do Let's... and i discovered the one direction side of tiktok and like yeah. that oh just God. sent me spiraling down a because hole. you just have all these like-minded people not to mention they just keep spreading all this shit about like louis and louis and zane having a feud or like re-following yeah. each other on twitter or like liam and niall going live together and just talking yes about it oh my god the live it's and then, just too much it's so much and then it's like people are still to this day like shipping larry like that's still a oh thing oh my god we're not even gonna touch on larry not in yet this episode. not yet or a couple of episodes we've really got to do a bit of research a bit of a deep dive into it's it quite a sensitive topic not only is it sensitive there's just so much to it yeah like it's quite extensive and the fact that it's like still alive and well like people are still very much adamant on their relationship it's insane yeah we're both not larry shippers i i can say that for myself but um i know i'm willing to i haven't really looked into any evidence all the well some of all the evidence i've been shown i can't say i believe but i'm i'm open to being we're open to change. Yeah, we're open to being convinced otherwise. We just yeah. have to find the solid rock, solid evidence, which is there's a quite apparently quite a bit. Yeah, I mean, I probably 
truly won't believe it until they actually anything's possible come out but anything's possible but i do love louis and eleanor they're very cute together oh don't get started on eleanor no. <laughs> we're just opening a can of no, worms they here. like eleanor some of the larry's like eleanor oh some people don't but most people respect it there is the theory that eleanor she's a, a triplet cl- yeah and a clone a and, clone or whatever yeah and then paid actor paid actress it's all a big fat <laughs> scandal who knows but look that would back in the day I would have probably been onto that, but now I feel like I've just kind of settled myself in. I'm yeah. taking I'm taking whatever mainstream news is kind of delivered to me and just analyzed it and said, maybe this is credible, maybe it's not. But all I'm hoping is that on July twenty third we get something. Surely something. Something. Just anything. Could you imagine if it's just a tweet? Oh like, my god! Thanks for thanks for ten years. Yeah, we're never coming back. Like I think Liam posted on his Instagram. It must have been like a few weeks ago, and it was his ten year anniversary for him. His audition, his, yeah. yeah, his audition, and I was just like, "Thanks for all the support over the last ten years." Like, oh my god, thank the you. clownery that. But we're like, just... if we get that, I don't know. <laughs> we're getting like the clownery we're feeding into. Like, we're really playing it up to be, and I feel like. Maybe at the start they were like, oh, we probably won't do anything too special. But then everyone started hyping it up, like reunion, anniversary, like music video, an album, a tour. I feel like a tour was probably the most far-fetched thing. Oh, no way it's not going to happen. They've all postponed their own tours because of yeah. bloody corona. So obviously they're not going to just be, yeah, let's just go on the road, all four of us again. You know what I would love? What? A little Twit cam. Do you remember Twit Oh cams? my God, the Twit cam. I remember Liam responded to my tweet once. Did he? Yeah, I don't remember what I asked him but like in a tweet cam oh my god that's so cool <laughs> i don't oh it's probably on my my computer somewhere. my peak of existence is still being able to ask niall his favorite beer oh yes we <laughs> well we should talk about what we've done recently in one direction well, this times. wasn't recently this was last year well yeah true but we did sophia and i did um see uh niall on yeah. the project live that was and it was just a lot. I my breath like got hitched in my throat. Like I just you I, really reacted. Yeah. I was very. I wasn't. I've just. It's just. <laughs> it's like it's revertigo, whatever it is. Like it brings you back to that time when yeah. you were twelve and you just cried at the side of them on TV. Imagine seeing him in like we saw him in person. Yeah, it was pretty. It was pretty small insane. Room. And, like, um, and I remember the guy. What's his name? Ben. Ben Lomas. Yeah. Yeah. He was coming. The he pro- was like the the comedian producer audience person. I'm not sure what he does, yeah, but at the project. At the project, he was like running us through. He was like, "So, does anyone have a question for Niall?" And I totally was just like, <laughs> "Yes." <laughs> Shut up. Shut so quickly. And then she and then he's like, Oh, okay, what's your question? And I was like, What's Niles a favorite Australian beer? And then there I couldn't what get What did to, he say? Pure blonde. Pure blonde. And yeah. I didn't get to ask him directly. He asked for me. Yeah. And then he just said it like passing by. He's like, ah, oh, pure blonde. <laughs> and I was just like <laughs> I told my dad that's um Niles' favourite beer and that I'm gonna start drinking it, and my dad just goes, That's what gays drink. <laughs> oh my god. And I was like, okay. <laughs> Righto. <laughs> No, oh my god. Yeah, my parents are convinced that Niall's gay because I keep saying that I'm going to marry him and that he hasn't settled down with anyone because he hasn't found me yet. And then my mum goes, no, it's because he's gay. My dad just says that about all of them. He's just like, they're all gay. I'm like, shut up. Like, it's just, it's disgusting that they're human. But it's like, to just tease us, just like, stop. All right, I let me live in my world. Let me... Imagine, you know what was weird? The fact that we were, like, 12, 13, 14, crushing on, like, 20-year-olds. Like, is that not a bit weird? It is, but, like... 
I know. I think I think they obviously understood that it was coming from like an idolization perspective. Like, oh, these guys are just so wonderful. I'm like obsessed with them. It's not like a situation of like I'm convinced I am going to marry this man. <laughs> well, like, a, like, well, okay, maybe in your case, but it's, <laughs> but it's like. It wasn't, like, to an extreme degree. It's just literally, like... Because, like, my mum had her, like, phases back yeah, in the day. Yeah, my like mum was... The Beatles big... hysteria. Yeah. You know? Like, every... Of course, every girl, like, is going to just freak out over them. Which is really funny to me because it's, like... The Beatles is, like, one of the most respected bands of, like, all time. And they had the exact same reaction as yeah, people Yeah, and everyone from one, hated And on everyone one hated on One Direction. And it's, like, all these stupid fangirls. They're all brain dead. And it's, like... Didn't the Beatles get the exact same reaction? And now they're, like... oh the Beatles yeah like I wonder if that's going to happen to One Direction in like 20 years time surely and we can, like, they'll talk... go down in history oh absolutely and we'll talk to our kids about it and during yeah. the One Direction hysteria hype and yeah. just oh mate it's going to be in a, a wonderful time hopefully we can convince them to be as oh yeah it's all I'm playing to them they'll send like <laughs> all through my, my lullabies like, all through my like my like pregnancy to like post playing it to them in the womb <laughs> <laughs> just like put the headphones on my on my very large belly just something about you <laughs> wow okay <laughs> gosh it's just that's the plan though but we'll see how that goes we'll see yeah. if they break my heart in the next couple of weeks time with like the yeah. most disappointing oh my God. reunion I'm quite nervous but we'll see we'll see anyway I feel like that's a good point to end on yeah I feel like we've covered a lot of topics here we've quite Quite established ourselves as absolute batshit insane. Yeah, we're fucking crazy, but that's all right. But that's okay because a lot of people are crazy like us, you know? Like we're People very... are more crazy than us. Exactly. <laughs> Which is hard to believe, but... <laughs> but, you know. Anyway, yeah. thank you for listening. If, um, if you've made it this far, I commend you. Yeah. <laughs> you haven't called the police on us yet. That, that is a very big accomplishment. So thank you very much for listening. Follow us on Instagram at made in the AM pod and on TikTok. We're also on there. We're also, are we on Twitter as well? No, not yet. Not yet. We'll get onto that. We'll then. get onto Twitter, but please keep, keep an eye on that space. We'll keep you guys posted on um, the next episode, which should be around next week sometime. Yeah. We'll see how we're traveling. We'll, we'll try. We'll try. See if best. anyone listens. Yeah. We'll, <laughs> we'll see, see if this keeps going, but you know, thank you so much for listening. All right. Have a good one.